0: Greetings, and welcome back to another ongoing series of Sherman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachat P'sachim Adaf Yod, Aleph Bet. Looking at the fourth and fifth Mishnayot of this, the first Perek. Uh, we're only going to do Mishnah Dalet, because our Gemara in this podcast only relates to that. And we'll go back in the next podcast and take a look at Mishnah. Hey, Rabbi Meir, O'chlim Kol Chamesh, uh, V'sofin Bitchilat Sheish. Important to note... Uh, and I put this in the, uh, in the opening note in the handout, that when we speak about hours, we're talking about halachic hours, or what we refer to as shaodz maniot. So five hours, which means five twelfths of the day going from, according to some, sunrise to sunset, others from dawn to uh, dark, Um And so we will use as a model here a day in which sunrise is at 6 a.m., sunset is at 6 p.m., and therefore each hour is indeed 60 minutes. Ochlim kol hamei should mean you could eat for the first five hours of the morning, (coughs) which means till 11 o'clock. And so if you have to burn the hamei right after that at the beginning of the sixth hour, which means 1101. And remember, according to the Torah law, we have forbidden from hamei at noon. Or midday. Rabbi Yudho Arba. You only eat for the first four hours. Tolin Kol For the next hour, the Chameh sits there. So and we again burn it at the beginning of the sixth hour. So the only which, the point they disagree about is until when may you eat, and then what's the status of the fifth hour. That is the Mishnah. Now, Tanah we have what we refer to as a backdoor sugya because it starts with a discussion about something else, and then we'll invoke our Mishnah. And this is a Mishnah in Masachat Sanhedrin about the reliability of of the two witnesses when the testimonies diverge. What range of divergence is considered to be acceptable and just a judgment call. So, if one fellow says that it happened on the second day of the month, the other says it happened on the third day of the month, whatever the it is, then edutan kayemet then it's still a valid edut why? one of them knew when the uh, when the Rosh Chodesh was meaning when the new moon was announced and the other one didn't and the one who didn't thought that it was a day later and therefore he called it the second day of the month but they were both talking about the same day but if one fellow says it's the third of the month and the other says it happened on the fifth of the month then edutan b'teilah. Then it's invalid because they can't be talking about the same date. if One fellow says it happened at two hours in the day, and the other said it happened at three hours in the day. Edutan kayemet. Then it's valid. Again, the same difference. If one says the th- the th- three hour, the third hour, the other says the fifth hour. Edutan b'teilah. Then it's too dissonant, and therefore their testimony is batel divrei rabbi meir. Rabbi Udalmer he disagrees, he says, even that difference will allow for. However, if one says, if it, says it happened in the fifth hour, the other says it happened in the seventh hour, which means, afternoon, then it's uh, invalid, uh, because, because the sun is in the east in the morning and in the west in the afternoon, and that everybody knows. That's the Mishnah. Now Amar Baye, Shetim Salomar, the Divera Mayor, <laughs> E'Nadam a dumb to have a tries to minimize the issue here and say that according to the Mayor, people are not in error at all and they know exactly what time it is. And According to Rabbi Yehuda, people could be off by half an hour. Let's see how that works. <clears> the <throat> Divera Mayor E'Nadam a dumb to have a low klum. Maasek Yehav Meipak <laughs> one fellow said two hours, the other fellow said three hours, and this thing happened at the end of the second hour, the beginning of the third hour. Whatever they're testifying about. The fellow who said it happened two, he meant the end of the second hour. The fellow said three, he meant the beginning of the third hour, which means they're testifying about exactly the same time, just using different words for it. And so using that same rationale, he can argue that according to Yehuda, the most that a person will be off is by half an hour. Have It happened in the middle of the fourth hour. Hadakam Rashalosh, the fellow who m said three, meant with Shasov Shalosh, he meant it with the end of three, but Katoy Bagadash and he was half an hour off. Likame. Hadakamar Khamsh, the fellow who said the fifth hour. Skal Khamesh, he meant the beginning of the fifth hour. Again, like he had before through Mayor, and meant different things with their words. Katoy Palgadash and he was half an hour uh, late, as it were. That's version 1 of a Abayit. So according to Abayit, Reb Meir holds that people know exactly what time it is. They'll just use different terminology to describe it. Uh Sort of like uh 1045 and a quarter to 11. And according to Rehuda, they could be off by half an hour. Ika da Amri, some people said, Abar Abayit, because you take on the very Meir, Adam to mashu, That a person could miss by a little bit. The Rehuda, Adam to According to Rehuda, a person would be off by an hour and a little bit. Let's see how that works. According to the second version, the thing had to happen in one hour or the other. It can't happen at the, over the boundary. So therefore, it either happened at the end of the second hour or the beginning of the third hour. So the guy who said two uh, meant the end of two, but it really happened at the beginning of the third, so he was off by a little bit. The fellow, Or if it happened at the end of two, the fellow who said three meant the beginning of three, he was off by a little bit. According to Yehuda, a person could be off by an hour and a little bit. It happened either at the end of the third or the beginning of the fifth. And one of them is off by an hour and a smidgen. Okay, that's Abaye's take on the Mishnah and Sanhedrin. We haven't touched Chameitz yet. So this student of Rava heard Abaye say this. He came to Rav and repeated it. Amar and now about Rav's comment to Abaye, who was, no, Abaye is in Pumadita, and Rav is in Machoza, that uh, he hears what Abaye said, and his comment was, If we were to interpret these witnesses differently, and the fellow who said three, we would say he means the beginning of three. And the fellow who said five means, which means they're almost three hours apart then that would be a testimony that contradicts itself. And we can't kill a fellow based on this. So now, because we're not sure how to interpret their words, we're going to interpret them generously, meaning generously in favor of the witnesses being in sync, and say three meant the end of three, and five at the beginning of five, and have them be close to each other? After all, the requirements of having 23 on a capital beitin are to make sure that there's enough people to save the fellow. In other words, to argue for his acquittal. So the Torah wants us to always favor the defendant. So why would we interpret it into his disfavor? Allah, Alamarav Rava said, not like a bay. The Diva Mayu Adam To Ashte Shahto Khasamashu. The Ramea must that a person could be off by two hours and some uh, two hours minus something. And the Divar Vyura Dam to Ashalo And according to Yu, a person could be off by three hours minus a little bit. How does that play out? The Ladivayam to Ashthot Khasamashu Masakyavat Khashav Slosov Shalosh. Accord in Ramea's case, the thing could have happened at the beginning of the second hour. And the first guy, when he said two hours, was one hundred percent right. The other guy, who said third hour, could have even been at the end of the third hour, and he'd still be within range. Meaning this is we even roll out for this possibility, and not not that it was further closer in the middle, and they were off by less. So this could have even happened at the beginning of the third hour, at the end of the fifth hour. Rebutal was still allowed, and one guy says three, one guy says five. Which means, we'll even allow that one person had it spot on, and the other fellow was as far away as possible, but within that range, we'll still allow because we say people are, sometimes, are not aware of time to that, uh, to that difference. Okay, Tanan. Now we're still in Sanhedrin. The Mishnah in the 5th parak says that they would check Eidim with 7 Chakirot, and then there's a bunch of Bidikot, but the Chakirot are standard, and Chakirot investigations are standard. Be'ezu Shavua, which year of Shemitah? Be'ezu Shana, what year? Be'ezu Chodesh, what month? Becham Chodesh, what day of the month? Be'ezu Yom, what day of the week? Be'ezu shah, what hour? Be'ezu Makom, and what location? With Ma Hakirot how are these seven Hakirot different than all of the other Bidikot that we ask? Like what was the tool, what was the weapon and were where is he standing and all of those other non standard questions which deal with the specific case? In Hakirot, if either of the witnesses say I don't know, Edutan There's no testimony at all. but with Bidikot, even if both of them say we don't know, Eduton kayamet, it still works and in our discussion of that we said why is one different than the other if one says I don't know, I don't know what day it was or I don't know where it was we now have testimony that it cannot be subject to hazama, because nobody can come along and say you were with us at that time or at a different place because this fellow has not committed to a time or a place With B'rikot, if the guy says, I don't know what kind of weapon it was, we could still be him by saying, well, at that time, you were in a different place with us. So therefore, hakiot, which are all about time and place, have to be on, and cannot be a matter of saying, I don't know. That is the the, the Mishnah and the the discussion about that Mishnah. And back to our our point, but if you're going to say, Rav, that people could err so much, according to Rabbi Yehudah, up to three hours off, the minute that a fellow gives testimony um, about a particular hour, and then somebody else is mazim him, and says, at that hour you're with me, so he goes, I was off by three hours then it means you cannot challenge his testimony. Remember, any testimony that cannot be challenged by Hazama is not a valid testimony. The answer is, We answer on behalf of Rava that we give them the whole range of his ta'ut, which means that if a fellow says, you were with me and it was six hours away by car uh, in the other place, uh, then that's all that, that, you, you could still be, you could still be Mazim his testimony, and therefore this edut is vulnerable to hazama, and therefore a valid testimony, a valid testimony. In other words, with any edut, there's always going to be a little bit of error. If you say, I was on this corner, and you say, no, you're on the next corner with me, at that time, you say, okay, so I was off by five minutes, and five minutes later I was with you at that corner, that's not a hazama. So therefore, um, the fact that, the fellow could come along and say you were with us in a different town at that time hours away still makes it vulnerable to hazama and still valid now according to the mayor. what we do is we give him from the beginning of the first hour all the way to the end of the fifth hour really we should even give him more, more time earlier remember this is the fellow who said from the second hour to the third the one guy said second hour the other guy said third hour we're going to extend it in both directions but we could even extend it before the first hour, which would mean before sunrise. Nobody makes a mistake of before sunrise and after sunrise. We saw that in the previous uh, piece. Sorry, we will actually going to see that coming up. And according to me, we could actually give him from the beginning of the first hour all the way to the midday we could give him more earlier again, people don't make the mistake between before and after sunrise the native really, we could give him more time afterwards as we said earlier at the 5th hour, the sun is in the east and the 7th hour it's in the west people won't make that mistake either now, in this whole discussion we have not touched chametz now, let's bring it back home Tanan, Ramey Omer. Sofim who when it came to testimony, allowed for a difference of somewhere between a mashu and two hours, depending how we uh Abayi versus Rava. Rameer said you could eat Khamitz all of the, the through the fifth hour and then burn it right away at the beginning of the sixth hour. Rabbi eat for the fourth hour through the fourth hour. Khamesh for one hour it sits there and you do nothing. So and then burn it at the sixth hour, beginning of the sixth hour. Now, Abaye, I'll leave it to Rameir. Let's see if we can line this up. According to Abaye, whose understanding of Rameir was that people don't err by more than a little bit, right? You should be able to eat through the whole sixth hour and just stop a minute before it's midday when the Torah prohibits it. Because remember, all of these earlier hours on the 14th are just to protect against violating the Torah. And according to the second version of Bayad, it said that according to a mayor, a person will air by a little bit. So eat until uh, fifty-nine minutes into the into the sixth hour, just before midday. Who said that a person will air by half an hour? You should be able to eat up until half an hour before midday and according to the other version where Abbay said that a Rabuda holds personal air by an hour and something, they should eat until a minute before the end of the fifth hour, much later than Rabyuta allowed. So Abaye, answer is as follows A Dut regime: a dut is something that only special experts testify. And therefore people are more aware of time la Lakomas or Chameetz is something that everybody has, has to be involved with, and therefore we have to have a bigger margin of error because people will make more mistakes uh, with time. For Rava, Rav now what is Rava going to do? Because Rava allowed for a much wider uh, margin of error uh, as opposed to Abaye. According to Rava, Rabbeinu allowed for people to err by two hours minus a little bit when it came to. To, uh, a dute. According to that, Remeir should say that you can't eat chameets from the beginning of the fifth hour. Two hours before midday, almost two hours. So, chameish, Kham misvach, shavam, The answer is that nobody will make that mistake because of where the sun is, east and west. shit, So then you, therefore you should be able to eat right at sixth, in the sixth hour. The sun is right above and you can't really tell which direction it's pointing he says the person could err by up to three hours almost three hours you should not be able to eat from the beginning of the fourth hour meaning after three hours which Rabbi Huda is, allows an hour more than that of eating the answer is you're not going to err that much because again the sun east and west certainly the sun is very much in the east when it comes to it after three hours so so you should be able to eat even in the fifth hour. So go gives the same answer that he gave also to support Rava, which is to say that is something that everybody has to be involved with, so therefore we have to create a greater buffer for those who are who are less careful and less uh, aware of time. Rava Rava gave his own answer. Remember we're asking why Rabbi Huda uh, um, uh, allows, uh, you to eat up until the fifth hour. If he says that people make such a, a, a big, uh, allow such a wide margin of mistake, of error in time. The answer is reviewed as following his own reasoning. Damar, in the beginning the second, second parak, we saw, the only way to get rid of Chamez is to burn it. So you get one hour, that one hour of break is an hour to get your wood together and get your fire started so you can destroy the Chamez. When do you have to use fire? That's when you're burning it before uh, midday. You can use anything. Throw it away, make your crumbs, throw it in the air, throw it in the water. Rav says the reason that Rabbi Yehuda has you um, stop earlier is because of a cloudy day. Then you shouldn't even at four hours. You should also not eat. Everybody eats their regular meal at four hours, as we'll see in this famous braita. and therefore a person knows when four hours is. That's when these cannibals eat. Thieves eat at the second hours. The sheet yorshin airs don't work. Ravit Machalpalin that's workers eat at the fourth hour, Chamishit Machal, that's scholars eat at the fifth hour, Shishit Mahaladan at midday is whenever he eats. Rapapa reads man Sudalakoli, but Rapapa said that the fourth hour is whenever he eats. Ela Abuch, switch it. Ravid adam. the fourth hour is whenever he eats. I already had they used to have two meals a day, one mid morning at the fourth hour, and one at the end of the day. machal Mahalpalim, workers eat an hour later, and Shishit Machalim Tamim eat at midday. Afterwards there's point of point in because it's like throwing a rock into an empty uh, wine flask. In other words, if you fasted that long, it's hard to really get the get it going that day. A That's only if you haven't tasted anything in the morning. Time to be If you did, late on, That's okay. So, so Rashi turns around and says exactly what this last piece of the sugya was doing, which is to say, the machlokut Rami and Rabbi Yehuda about testimony is the same about chametz. We've already said that. He's telling that to tell, he's saying that to tell us that the answers that we gave were not simply rejections or simply theoretical answers. And don't say that there's two different versions of the Tanaim of Rameer and Rabbi Huda as to what they say, but indeed the alignment is accurate and Rameer's position is that people are more careful with time and make less of an error. Therefore he allows you to eat Chametz later in the morning and therefore he only allows for a narrower margin of discrepancy in testimony. And Rabiuda has the wider position of saying people will make a greater error of time, therefore he allows for a wider discrepancy in testimony, but also uh, requires you to be, get, stop eating chametz earlier on. Okay, we'll pause at this point, we'll pick it up with the uh, further analysis of this Mishnah, and then uh, we will go back and take a look at Mishnah He, which is printed with Mishnah dalit in our Gemarot, and then uh, analyze that as well. In the meantime, you should have a wonderful day.